Yo, I don't know the mix show is starting already. That's the heat. That's the heat. <laughs> Where does this boy Trigger come up with all these unreleased reggae tracks? That bounce. Uh, that bounce all tracks. Back. Yo, For those a- you don't know, this is that DJ Trigger OG 3D sound. It's on the vaults. This is unheard of, actually. Yo, send us a DM if you want to hear this track. If you want us to release this, I want y'all to send us a DM right now and tell us. To send you the full version. Cut the track. <laughs> and we're back we're back episode number 11 on the after hour show 102.7 east fm with your boys 3d sound this is matt this is cypher and it's your boy prodigy what is going on yeah 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 you're <laughs> yeah, we're back it's another episode episode number 11 one one Another Big milestone. Episode, right? Milestone after the milestone. Yeah, every episode is a milestone. Who are we kidding? And every show just keeps getting bigger and bigger. We actually got a pretty badass show for you guys Big today. Big lineup today. Bad show today. Yeah, oh, my God. Right. If you tuned in right at 9 p.m. on 102.7 East FM, on your radio, on the app, on Twitch, wherever. Because we're everywhere. If you tuned in, you're in for a fun ride. Because this episode is actually jam-packed. That's right. We got a special guest in the building today. We got the boy Shabin V. For those of you who don't know, he's a fashion designer, he's an entrepreneur and a CEO of his own brand. Uh, yo, it's an absolute epic story. It's a crazy story to hear from a young gun, and we can't wait to dive into it. Young but boy hustling from young age, too. Oh, man. He's, it's in his right. blood. Yeah, he's tell. a bull. He's yeah. a bull. I'm, I'm super excited no for this interview. Like, this is... I've been looking forward to it. Prodigy, you put him, put me on to him, and man, this he's art. It's art. And he's on a, he's on a wave, and I can't wait to talk to this kid today. This one's going to be a good one, I think. This yeah, one's going right. to be a good one today, too. So we're going to get to that in a couple of minutes, but before we do... We're going to switch things up this time. Uh, normally, we do our little segment like we like to call Man's on a Rise, where we bring on local artists and yes. drop the newest heat that's available. But this time, we got two world premieres happening tonight, live on the After Hours show, where you only hear the newest tracks. Bruh. The newest tracks. This is a world premiere, so no one's heard this tra- these tracks, other than the people who produced them, of course, the people who were part of the creative process. But we, as an audience... Get to hear it for the first time here on After Hours, 102.7 East FM. 100%. And the first track that's coming at you is actually from the Kotu Boys, the guys who drop what you know, like to call the Middagong Raps. Legendary duo. What you've heard <laughs> yes. as Best Friend, one of the biggest bangers of the summer. Yep. This Ooh, next track. Yeah. That's right. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to try to do Along that, with that yes. a wicked music video too, right? Yeah, along with. They got... Banger after banger, though. That's yeah. just a sound that hits hard. Yeah, and this new one is bringing back that 90s flow, R&B, classic mm. hip-hop. This track is called No Mo. Once again, it's brought to you by Janssen and the boy Sean Vincent DePaul. Right here on After Hours 1027. Once again, this is No Mo. This is the world premiere. Janssen produced, diamonds the boot. I don't want to play all these games no more. I don't want to play all these games no more. I don't want to play all these games no more. I don't want to play all these games no more. Now tell me, girl, for real now. We going all in or just dipping our feet? I want a deep dive with you on this life I lead. A five-star feast on a G6, baby. See the seven C's till you see sick, baby. We used to have dates at the Scarborough Town Center. Now they make break in the place when we end up. Remember? 
We tell your mom we were studying out late night in the park a lot, loving in back seat, cuddling, thinking about the ways we would rake that guap up and make this count. And race some rugrats in a big old house. So the only thing stopping us is us. Down to take the leap if you trust me. Down to start again if we have to. Down to make a life, put the work in. Down to make a right, make it worth it. I don't wanna play all these games no more. I don't wanna play all these games no more. I don't wanna play all these games no more. I don't wanna play all these games no more. We've been through every type of fighting, and I can't do these games no more. I've been thinking, I'm thinking the whole scenario is so outlandish. And no, I can't wish you well unless your selection is more. Me, I'm more so selfish with your aura. Alright, alright, I know we both wrong, but uh, bottom line is um, we done winded up inside this. So, what's the use in us trying to run from it? I can understand. We've been overdue. Love you up again, make you bend again, make you mend and then love. The only thing stopping us is us. Down to ride, shoddy if you trust me. Down to start again if we have to. Down to make a life, put the work in. Down to make a right, make it worth it. I don't wanna play all these games no more. I don't wanna play all these games no more. Yo, that's a vibe, man. World premiere. Yeah, I don't expect anything less from that dynamic duo there, yeah. though. These boys, right? Are we surprised? Sean Vincent DePaul with that East Coast Biggie vibe. Yo, seriously. Yo, Yo these guys are versatile to the max. Like, every. Janssen is always ma- experimenting with sounds. You know Sean Vincent DePaul's same I think story. the thing is, like, they just both make each other better. Like yeah. they yeah. they make each other experiment new things. Yeah. They test each other to limits that they've never reached before. So crazy duo. Big ups to the, both of these guys. No mo is that's the track just released. Janssen, Sean Vincent DePaul, wicked track. Honestly, and it's a it, the like you said, you know, it's a dynamic duo. Janssen brings those acoustic vocals. Yes. Sean Vincent brings those hard lyrics yes. and that you know that old school flow to this track for sure. For a bit, I actually caught a little bit of a Nipsey vibe off of uh, off of Sean Vincent at the beginning. There is. It was fed up, but it was nice. And that that sample of Love No More by Loud Luxury, dope sample, absolutely dope sample. They made it work here. Yeah, once again, that was No More, Janssen, SVDP. Check it out, streaming on Spotify and all streaming platforms now. The next track we got for you are from another group of Toronto boys. These guys are a little bit younger. Yeah. They're on a come up. But they're repeat offenders as well. They repeat are repeat. <laughs> man's on the rise offenders. offenders. The repeat man's on the rise offenders. And so in this local case, talent. it's actually a very good thing to be a repeat offender. Oh, man. It is. It it's, is. It's probably the biggest compliment you can get from the boys at 3D. You know okay. what I mean? Yes, sir. 3D certified. <laughs> Cha-ching. That's right, and man. These guys have been putting out music. Like, this is, like, the last track didn't come out that long ago. So, man, it's been continuous. I love seeing when our artists yeah. who claim their artists and are putting in that work. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's right. These um, are same boys who brought you the classic Enora Glasse. This yes, new sir. track is called Love Villa Villanda. It's by RJ featuring Pira. It's the boys at Closet Records. Once again, this is Love Villa Villanda Cypher. Let's hear it. And this is another world premiere. <laughs> Pinale, 
Repeat offenders, do it again. I don't know if you guys remember, but when I heard In Another Glass and we played it here for the first time, you know I was tripping. That track was a banger. Yeah, yeah. I think Matt's gone to his feels a little bit. This song, he went down they, memory they, lane they, a they little came, bit. They came, they came, they came, they came, they came, the track these guys delivered, man. The, these boys. Beats, are, banging. Mm-hmm. Lyrics, banging. Production, yeah. banging. Yo, that was Love of Linda by the boys at Closet Records. RJ. Check them out. Featuring Pira. That's right. It's just nice to see like young guys using the yes. language, bro. Tamil yes. language. Tamil Moli. Thai yeah. Moli. <laughs> yeah, man. Beautiful. And big ups to them. You're giving us this exclusive release before they release it themselves. Love it, love it, by the Closet Record Boys. That's right. And if you want to premiere your tracks or if you want to feature any of your tracks on a Man's Arise segment here on the After Hours Show live on East FM 1027, just hit us up on our DMs at After Hours 1027 or at the at 3D Sound ENT page. Uh, we'll definitely have to put on new artists, regardless of where you're from. You can be from the UK. Gotcha. You can be from France. We'll put you on the radio waves of the GTA. That's right. Okay, yeah. bars. We got but that you. being said, Man's on the Rise tracks, all of them, you can actually find them in our playlist. We have a Spotify playlist, Man's on the Rise. Look, look that up. Every single track that comes to the show is on that as well, too. 100%. And without ado, we're about to dive into our interview with the boys Shabin V. Before we do, we're going to take a quick little commercial break. We'll be right back with y'all once again. This is After Hours on East FM 1027. 
Yeah, this beat doesn't get old, eh? It doesn't. Yeah. You know why? Yeah, why? Because the goat is nasty Nas, bro. What are you talking about? Like I said earlier, you made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Yeah. Don't talk don't talk about the these, whole don't talk about the Jay-Z goat. fans got too much Gaza yeah. going on in the studio today. I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. We back. It was a quick quick commercial break, but we got a special guest in the building and we're about to jump back into it. We got the boy Shabin V. In the building, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise. What's up, You're, boy? What's good, <laughs> what's good brother? What's going on, homie? What's going on? Yo, I'm just chilling, man. Uh, appreciate you guys putting me on the air. Yes, sir. Um, of course, sir. We're, we're doing this. It's so. an honor. It's an honor having you here. Yeah, no stress, yeah, man. First time, you know? We're like family. It's all good. All you know, right. there's no stress Sounds out good. here. Let's Sounds kick good. it. Yo, I've, I've been following Shabin for some time, actually, personally, myself. Probably, like, like last couple months or almost a year now. And, yo, this man is absolutely ill with it the fits are crazy the designs are insane yo i've been keeping up so i know who it is but yo for the people who don't know and haven't been following mm-hmm. let us know who are you what are you doing and what is shabin v all right what's good everybody on air is me shabin um i'm the ceo of the fashion label shabin v i own space by sv which is my clothing manufacturing brand i also have my cultural line coming soon ria by priyanka and I'm also a kin major, so I can relate to everybody that's in school right now stressing about midterms. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that virtual life. Virtual Man, life Man still. does it all. Oh, it's too crazy. Yeah, Man does it all. Yo, you, you've been Job busy. I've been busy. Cause you look, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at your, your accounts, what you've been doing, and you're busy, busy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, like, Yo, you look young too. How old are you? I'm 21. Damn. Mass 21, still in school and running his own brand. Yo, that's crazy. Yo. Yo, I actually just graduated. Did you? Yeah, I just graduated, so oh, I'm, I'm okay. glad. Oh, congratulations, that guy. Where'd you go? I appreciate it. I went to York for... Yo, why you? I went to York, too, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. York! That's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So does that mean you're going full focus on, on this brand now? Yeah, that's what my parents are like. Yo, just go chase your dreams, you feel me? And I, I'm glad that I have parents that are supportive Woo. of yeah. like, what I'm trying to do, right? Dope. Yeah. So, so yo, yo, like, how long you, how long you been doing this for? I know you said you're 21, and you know, like, uh, before before we hop into the show, we are talking to Shabin, and he's about three seasons deep now into his clothing line so how long you been doing this for so i used to just always graphic design as a kid you know so mm-hmm. then i was like all right it's about time like i started my own clothing line because i had people following me for my fashion and my office and stuff like that so i just took advantage of that and i'm like all right true let me just launch this and see where it goes yeah and so the first couple months were slow and then it started to pick up where i was like Yo, I don't even need to find a job because, you know, this is really helping me, yeah. like, pay for all my bills. That's like, impressive. Just, yeah. That's crazy, man. And that's crazy that you found, like, something that you're doing already. Yeah. You know, you, went, you didn't, like, go, go in search of it. Yeah. Like, it's something that you're doing already. Mm-hmm. So when I was in high school, I used to, like, flip lights and... I used to flip lights to DJs and stuff oh, like no that. Way, no oh, way. okay. Yeah, so I was like doing that. I was always like flipping phone cases. I'm like, yep. yo, fam, what you want? Custom? This, custom? That? I was like, I hustling. got you. Always hustling. I mean? hustling. So I just, I'm just like, let me do something that makes me happy and yeah. still can bring like solid income to me. You know what who, I mean? Who would you like uh, attribute some of your influences to? And like, I mean, of course you had that, like, I think the sauce you got to be born with too. So, you know, it's partially, you know, you're born with it. It's a gift. It's a talent. That's why you're putting out yeah. work like this. But like, who would you say is your influences or like put you on this path or kind of gave you like, you know, just just that little essence of what you've not created on it for yourself? All right, I would say my influences are definitely like the people surrounding me, you know, like I don't really look up to any celebrity okay. because you really don't know the behind the scenes of their lives. For sure. sure. But I'm, I definitely look at my close friends and, you know, you see them struggle with um, 
their family and also trying to you know do what they're trying to do yeah so i guess like surrounding myself with the right people at the right time nice. is definitely important for your growth in the future and stuff like that yeah that's 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 some wholesome shit there that's bro. it's like you know <laughs> you're, you're feeding off of what's around you and the, the know, energy is good you, so it's good energy. trying to get positive yeah for yeah. sure for sure and i mean yo you're right now you're rocking uh your brown privilege shirt yeah yes Yo, uh, <laughs> yo sure. honestly that's that was actually the first shirt that uh that put me on yeah. and uh and like i found you off of because that's absolutely dope i want to hear the story behind it because we'll put up a picture of it it's linked in the bio if you guys want to check it out but uh it's essentially uh two eyebrows yeah. and uh two uh two cultural earrings that are dangling in the place mm-hmm. of the eyes the so what's the, uh, yeah. the jimmy keys yeah. Yeah, yeah what's the story behind it so honestly like um i had my first designs out and it was a picture of mj and madonna and mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I can't be selling this, you know, with copyright and stuff like that. So I'm like, <laughs> let me think of something that's original, that's that's definitely somewhat controversial here in brown privilege. You don't hear that yeah, yeah. everywhere, you know? It's, it's like, a fact, though. That's it, why that's why I feel this more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like, what privilege do brown people yeah. have? First, we're privileged to be cultured, to right, have right. culture, and, you know, we're privileged to even... Facts like be living the life we do Facts. so this whole design is inspired by like what's really big the bindi is huge in the desi community mm. jimmy key you know every girl's rocking a jimmy yeah. key yeah, so yeah. i'm like yo this is definitely a dope design that i could just put on and it's a unisex piece so guys and girls wear it. and it's like my best seller to this day like a month i'd sell like i don't even know how yeah. much like this is a best seller a day yeah. i'd sell like 20 you know okay. stuff like that okay. 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 So, that's moving product. Actually, i ordered mine just before the show no, black I a black one <laughs> so, i actually so, got the young minds hoodie too the so young minds hoodie is dope how, how are we ordering this we'll, we'll make sure we, we make sure our, our audience and our followers know as well too so they can hit that you know and get get their orders up all right if you guys want to order shabinv.com shabinv that's that yeah. s-h-a-b-e-e-n-v.com let's yeah. let's talk about that too so you yeah. went with shabinv i guess that's your name mm-hmm. instead of choosing like a brand name or coming up with a, a name why did you decide to go with your name as as the brand you know i spent so long trying to like decide on a brand name yeah and i first used this flip vintage clothes before my clothing line so we did um collect and cop and then people are like, what am I collecting? What am I copying? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So I'm like, okay. And then once I made enough money, so I used to use my vintage resale yeah. to like supply my clothing line. So I let's say I sold a vintage jacket. I make like four sam- t-shirt samples out of that. And then I take pictures with it yeah. and then see what people want and then take orders that way. And then I was like, yo, what's more original than my own name? Like, yep. How yeah. many Shabins do you know? My exactly. guy, I'm super proud of the fact that you're putting your name as your brand and pushing that. Your yeah. name is your name and like, yes, it's it a brown name. You see like, what what is it like? You see like, John Palmer Tommy, and Tommy, Tommy, Hill, and, Tommy and Hillfigure. Hillfigure yeah. Yeah. Why Tom not? Clyde. You know, why not your name? Like, give me exactly. one good reason to say not put your own brand as your own brand. There yeah, isn't any. It was just like the most original to me and I'm yes. like, yo, if I ever make it, it's like, imagine someone saying, yes. yo, I'm wearing Shabin V. It's Shabin like, v. That, yeah. so that's a nice flow to it too. I wouldn't be like, can't lie. Catchy too. It rolls, yeah, yeah. rolls off the tongue. It rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so even this, um, from a young age, it sounds like, because you're, you're 21. Uh, that's, you're, you're just coming into your 21. prime. And I'm not 21. Now, so, <laughs> that's, 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 that's what it's that way, you know? Flip those you're hitting, like, you're, you're coming, you're only like hitting the floor running, but like, it sounds like from an early age, you've been hustling and you've been reinvesting your profits into your business. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of people, I think, even older people, no matter age, I think, learn that the hard way, right? So, what, what is it that taught you to do that? Or like, what was it just that it clicked automatically? Or wh- where are you getting this, like, knowledge from? I guess. To do the flips, you know? Yeah, so I guess um, 
seeing again like the people that surrounded me like yes i do have friends that are my age mm-hmm. and like all we do is go clubbing pop bottles you know whatever with age 20, yeah, 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 yeah with age yeah. but at the same time you see those people that are struggling like to find stability and structure in their life and so for me i'm like yo you know i i, I don't want to have that so it's like do what you got to do and have fun when you can for sure of course so like even when i was a full-time university student taking six courses i used to run two businesses yeah so i would you know i made sure i had fridays off so i'd be working those days instead of like going out with the boys to drink or whatever you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. so it's just a matter of being responsible and like sacrifices you know, yeah, sacrifices, sacrifices. Yeah. self-discipline yeah, right yeah. prioritizing you know what's important exactly yeah. man that's that's dope to hear i'm like that's hustler mentality from yeah, the young yeah. years yeah. mentality yeah. it does it does, yeah that's super you know that's dope bro i mean so what what is this environment that like your environment seems to be a very a, a positive influence on you like t- tell us like where did you grow up like what kind of what, what what put you and how did you bring these people around or was it just like act of god you know just came together what, what was this honestly it's Sometimes it's with networking. I meet a lot of people that mm. influence me and like, you know, we can relate on mm-hmm. certain things, but most of the time it's just mutual friends and then, you know, they're like, "Yo, I'm trying to start this." And I'm like, "Yo, I just started my venture, you know, last month. Like, let's connect and we'll, we'll relate and you know, we'll be each other we'll, we will be here for each other, you yeah, know, yeah. moving on." Yeah. yeah. And so Help that's how each other, yeah. yeah, that's how it's like you guys grow together and like yeah. A lot of my friends, you know, they did start their clothing line. Some are even better than mine, and mm-hmm. I'm happy for each and every single one of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess they, it all comes back. They can say that they had influence from you, right? So that's something to hold on to as yeah, well, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the world is so big, like profits and business-wise, it's big that every single person can eat. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You just got to get it. Go do it. Put the work in. But every single person can eat. Exactly. So seeing, helping and taking someone else's and being part of someone's growth goes a long way versus trying to stunt someone's growth just because you guys are in the same industry or whatever it is. Right. It's, yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing. Like that's, is, that's dope that you've understood that concept from such a... This is something a, I, right I, I have a question about. So in terms of your clothing lines and your seasons that you drop, you also model your clothes as well. How did you come like past that male stigma of you know males not wanting to model their clothes and things right. of that sort? So uh, when I was younger, I would always, you know, I got into acting and modeling. So I'd get like offers for like Foot Locker and Rogers and oh, dope. all these other, you know, brands that we hear about. But they never hire brown people. <laughs> so I mm. would never get the jobs and I would yeah. never land anything. So I used to have like an agent manager, like the whole situation. Wow. But it would just be like, yo, there's no representation, no gigs, yeah. you know, especially now I feel like. People of color are, is a, it's a profitable market, which the is exotic, why they're sure. exotic culture. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. more so now than it was before too, yeah. for sure. And now they would they would prefer to take people like us than than white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. The times have changed, you know. But let, so let, let me ask you: Does that also come into play for the influences of like your designs and the work that you're putting out there? Like we got the brown privilege just straight up. That's what that is. Yeah. But like, even your other pieces, is that is that usually like a, a motivation or like a fire within you that's like pushing it or like what is it? Is like, that or your inspiration is just? For me, my inspiration is from everywhere. Everywhere. But in terms of how I run the brand, like. I've always, you know, there's space for everybody, mm. no matter what color, shape, size, anything. Right. But I will always give opportunity to people of color because we don't have that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they're not hiring brown people, especially Tamil people. You see Indians in mainstream media, but you don't see Ula Tamil in, oh, in anything. Yeah. So it's like if I can be that voice for the people, then I will. Speaking of that, and like you know, being the voice for Lila Tamils, and you know, being an innovator in your own space, what yeah. does success look like to you? Uh, what are you saying is the the end goal here uh, for you and Shabin B as a brand? 
Well, for sure, the end goal is happiness no matter what. You feel me? Like, you can have any dollar amount. You can have Gucci bag and a yes, Vinciaga shoes, yeah. but you still got to be happy at the end of the day. Facts. But definitely in terms of legacy for the brand is more than just clothing. Mm. Like, I definitely want to create, like, a community around the brand, and I want to expand to, like, foundations and making sure that my clothing is manufactured by like women from Sri Lanka that are getting paid well so they could take their kids conscious, to school. Conscious, conscious school, like yeah. conscious of like uh, products yeah, and stuff for like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, of course, like not with the fast fashion stuff. Yeah, Even facts. if it costs me a lot of money, I'm going to take the route where my people making my clothing, they're going to get paid well. Yeah. And the clothing is sustainable for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Right? Quality. So, yeah. Quality. Yeah, that's the goal. So you talked about building a community around your brand and a network earlier. Um, I've noticed there's, a, there's been a couple celebrities or a couple big names that have actually worn your brand. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, who has worn Shabinvi so far and how did that happen? I've always just DM'd like when I first started the first two months, just DM everybody every day like, hey, like I'm, you know, trying. Can you please just wear this? Can you give me a chance? Yeah. And people, the question is why? Why do I need to wear your brand? But I give them a reason. I'm like, hey, you know, you wear so many other brands, but this is unique. You know, this is one of one or I can make you a custom piece. And that's how I usually like build my brand. And the first, I think the second month of starting, I used to first sell sunglasses, right? And of course, that's something called drop shipping. So you order from China and you, you yes. know, do the damn yes, thing. Yes, yes. But um, I got in contact with the Kardashian stylist and she was super kind enough to be like, yo, send me 60 pairs. Like, and she threw a, a pool party, which okay. is where I got pictures of Kim K, Jordan Woods, uh, Khloe wow. Kardashian, uh Larissa Pippen. I don't even know the girl. Larissa Pippen. Yeah. Future. Future. Shout out Scotty though. Scotty's a real one though. <laughs> Scotty. Then, um, to the streets. <laughs> and then we got Chantel Jeffries through that connection. And then Take Keith's publicist just DM me from like a burner account. And he's like, yo, I'm Take Keith's publicist. I'm like, I'm with 30 followers. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yo, I'm going to have to see some real <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, he actually DM'd me from his real account. He's like, yo, Tay wants to wear a couple of your pieces. He saw your comment on uh, Shiggy's post. And I'm like, okay, like, I, I don't know how that works, but I just got lucky with that. And uh, I sent him a couple jackets, and he FaceTimed me from the studio. He always flexing his chain, and I was like, damn, yo, like, I wouldn't think that I'd be talking to people like Drake and Travis Scott and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Man, that's man, crazy, man. what a story. What man. a story for real. That's, like, a, that's, that's the internet grind. You know, you, out, yeah. you, you hustle in the real life too, but on virtual, you're out here. There's just no, DM yeah, and comment. Just comments. do it, man. You got yeah, to do, do it. that initiative. What, what, what are you going to lose, right? That's crazy, man, because a lot of people will be like, nah, I'm not going to waste my time DMing these people and not get a response yeah. back, right? Yeah. So to have that thought that, you know, it's potential, that it can possibly happen, like there's hope. You know, like that you try this and there's a possibility that you might hit gold one day. And that's what happened, right? And for <laughs> me, like I learned, yo, there's not a way to not reach a celebrity. Like who is, like you're not some secret FBI agent mm-hmm. where I can't contact mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got a manager, you got a, like 20 assistants working for you. Contact one, one and, of them, and yeah. to figure it out. That's how I've always been. Even with the new season four uh, influencers that I'm picking, it's like, yo, contact their assistant, they don't reply, contact the PR team, like someone yeah. has to have a direct connection to them. You know what I mean? For sure. Someone knows somebody. It's yeah. not a network, right? It's network connection. It's the same thing. It applies every single aspect of life, no matter where it is. Exactly. It's, it's essentially what you're seeing. This is as well too, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what can we expect for season four then? Because I see 
you know, season one, two, and three, there is some efforts into like the fall seasons. There's some urban wear. Mm -hmm. Is there something different that's coming up for season four? Well, season four, I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to cater to more people. So of course, like all the pieces and brand are unisex. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I believe that guys and girls can wear the same thing. You know, if mm -hmm. I see a lot of girls that are rocking in guys' pieces, so if yeah. I yeah, yeah. create a piece that's unisex, it's like. It's a better market for We're me. breaking them gender yeah. norms, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, another thing is, like, yeah, I'm working on the quality of the fabric. So I'm taking, like, after season three, there hasn't been much released. And okay. the reason for that is because I'm learning to market better. And I'm also learning to increase and improve the quality of work. Because that's what's going to relate yes. to the, yes. the, you know. The foundation the, is, yeah. is the business of the mm -hmm. business of what you're putting out. Yeah. We hear a lot about like, you know, H&M's the world, Zara's the world, who are using, you know, uh, sweatshops and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, places in Bangladesh where it's almost little to nothing that they're getting paid, yeah. that these workers are getting, you know, uh, compensated for, for the efforts that they're putting in. And then we're paying upwards of $100 per t-shirt or whatever yeah, the case that we're wearing, right? So is that tough for you to, to manage as a fashion designer and an artist, like to be able to source a place where at least you know you're, you're, you're so early on but is it difficult to be able to find a place where you know um those people are t getting taken care of uh, how do you account for that as a business owner so definitely when i first started you know getting pieces done in toronto it's super expensive especially for a new designer starting at 18 rates were like 70 dollars per hour just to stitch a bomber together which a lot of people don't have the money for because how are you going to sell it to an audience, right? Of course. Yeah, of course. So I spent time, you know, finding manufacturers and I got blessed to find someone that was just starting in the business that was at a young age. And right now we we literally work together. So my Space by SV team, we run 11 clothing lines and it's all from my manufacturers. And it's wow. just a team of uh, six of us and we do all of these projects and like, Word of mouth, we get a bunch of, you know, other brands. Like, right now, I think we're doing 13 or 14. Like, I lost count at this point. <laughs> My guy's on the Luxottica. Luxottica has yeah. one. Oh, you know, Lux you know about Luxottica? It. You, you know Luxottica. It's, it's a brand that actually owns Everything. almost all major sunglass brands. Gucci, yeah. whatever whatever glasses, anything that you could think of. It's all from the same house. Luxottica. Oh, damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. no, it, it makes sense. And it's dope that you can collaborate with, especially local other, you know, yes. John artists. So it's it's cool to see like, for sure grind together man that's big yeah and i think you touched yeah, on a right. huge point right and i think it's something that we should all live by it's you know we grow together right yeah for bring sure. up with your circle um you might as well i mean you've grown up together and you know each other's skills the best and being able to build off each other and build a network together is always the best way to go so yeah. kudos to you man but i do have to ask you one other thing as well too even on your your branding it's it says it's Toronto base and handmade yeah it, it is handmade. That's it, I am Toronto-based. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and, <laughs> and the handmade aspect too. That 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 alone is like like that's not like that's not normal in what you see down yeah. there. You yeah, know? especially like if you're doing the volumes. Blood, you know, that's like, blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Yes. Because for me, it's like yo, you can get a bunch of people to do this in a sweatshop. First of all, it's not ethical. Second yes. of all, it's gonna show in the quality of work. Yep. It's like if I can buy this piece and it's not gonna last me more than a year, then what's the point of buying it? Yeah, like, I'm I'm a big consumer of fashion. You know, so. Yes. For me, it's like sustainability and quality. So if I look at something, I'm like, okay, this is sustainable. I could wear it like multiple times. Yeah. Without... You'd rather pay that big dollars for that because yeah. you know it's going to last longer. Yeah. 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 But another thing to add on to that is like many young designers, we don't have like the facilities to do that. Like I'm blessed that I, I like know how to budget well to yeah. like do that. But a lot of creators, they don't have 
the ability to just be like, okay, like I'm gonna hire a team and uh, do this and then market it to an audience that you don't even know who's that they're gonna buy or not. Mm-hmm. Right? That that is, uh, I mean, that's part of part of biz- being in business too. You need to know your target audience yeah, for sure. But it's and not like, only clothing. We also do jewelry. So tell us about like how you got into jewelry. It looks like a lot of this is like gold, and there has to be some cultural influence on this too, right? I mean, we're brown. What can you say? <laughs> yes, you know? I, mean, yes, I feel like every brown kid now is like they got twenty four carats just like running in their head. <laughs> this is how it is. You know, you're Tron, born. Toronto man starter pack. Your first your first birthday, you get the gold, gold chain with the chain. Oh, and, exactly. uh, with a name on it, you know? Exactly. That's what it sounds like. Yo, every kid right now is like rocking nameplate chain. They're born yeah. with the iPad yes, and yes, yes. earring and yes, two yes. chains. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're some kings, you know? We need the gold. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, yo. It, it is what it is. It's in and, our blood. It's in our blood, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the whole blood. That's the whole track, you know? <laughs> Mr. Nas over here. <laughs> yo, he actually made a Nas shirt. That was a pretty dope shirt, too. I seen it on the site. Yo, that one is like... It's a vintage tee, right? But yeah, that design, yeah. like, I got one of my boys to, like, recreate it. And then I was like, yo, let's just flip this kind of thing. But um, another thing is, like, yo, a lot of vintage fashion. Like, one of my new pieces, we just did a photo shoot for it. It's inspired by Will Smith. Okay. And it hasn't been seen on him since the 90s. So I'm like, I was searching everywhere to buy that jacket. And it's not on the market. So It's like a fresh print thing? Yo, I got a graphic designer. I'm like, yo, let's create this artwork. I got my designers to make a sample. I did a photo shoot, and I'm just going to see people's reactions so I could see if I could put in my new season or not. Okay, okay. That's dope. Going back into that 90s way. Yeah, man. It's a vibe, though. Like, the vintage clothing... R&D. Like, you know, in in the 21st century, is huge, right? People (laughs) going to... These like boutique shops or going to these vintage stores. People or going are thrifting, to these, like, man. Thrifting, th- yeah, is like thrifting a, shops. Like a, yeah, thrifting is like. I was actually trying to like, catch the word there in this case. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's like so it streetwear, where is like culture kind of. Yes, thing, yes, you know? yes, like, yes. Let's go thrifting, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. but it's not a bad. It's not a bad thing too because it's pretty sustainable, right? People are actually going. Yeah, out on of that way topic, to find... thrift shops are heavily underrated, bro. Yeah, yeah. you can find some gems, bro. But you guys also know that good like Value Village is actually a very very profitable business, but they make themselves look like they're a place where you donate and like yeah, they probably. Like set their margin so high because they're getting everything for they're, free. They're right. like a big, big profitable business. They don't do any any, any sort of donations or anything. Like that. <laughs> yeah. they're just, uh, this is out here it's taking crazy. your clothes for free and throwing Fact. like twenty dollar price tags on them. Yeah. You know? Fact of the day, it is what it is. See, we're talking about thrifting. We're talking about you know new fashion staying relevant. How does that influence you? You know, where do you start in your creative process? How do you stay relevant with all your new lines? Uh, what, what's your process? To be honest, if I get an idea, I always write it down. And then it's like, yo, do you think this is going to be influential? Like, my season three, we actually, I got like, a couple of these guys that I knew through um, Six Buzz. Okay. You guys know Six Buzz. Yeah. Shout but, out um, Six Buzz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, um, they shot my campaign in Japan. And then, you know, I was like, yo, these pieces, we can promote it during uh, Tokyo Fashion Week. It's what was happening. And I I actually did all of season three by order. So it was like, so instead of, that's the whole thing with sustainability and being like environmentally friendly. I had to do, like, I know it cost me so much. Yeah. And I didn't really sell much in season three. I'm like being honest. Mm -hmm. But that was because it's all handmade to order and like being environmentally friendly, you know. It's it's just one more step. To make my brand like yeah a, a little bit better no 100 yeah, sure. and that's actually not a bad thing at all with what you're saying like one it's you got the scarcity of it you mm-hmm. know like when, once you blow people are looking for season one and two they can't they won't be able to find it because mm-hmm. yeah. there was there's not that much yeah. that exists yeah yeah for sure and then two the sustainability aspect is very important your carbon footprint mm-hmm. like you're you're very like 
so it's not, it's not like it's clearly something that like even your branding and what when when you market you don't really boast this fact that I'm doing this I'm doing that you got like H&M and these fast fashion stores as soon as they yeah. do one little thing they're like one dollar of this $300 item goes to like charity you know yeah. Yeah. but you're out here like actually putting a quality just doing your thing yeah. all the while you're keeping it super like conscious more yeah. than more than just a clothing brand yeah more For than sure. just a clothing brand 100% another yeah. thing I struggle with is like you know, I am the embodiment of what I create. So, like, mm. if I say something crazy or, if, like, I'm not... Let's say I wear, like, a real fur jacket. Like, I took the fur off my jacket. I don't even wear it anymore because, like, mm. I don't want to, you know... You want to be associated with it. Yeah. Yeah. But it definitely, like, reflects my brand because it's literally my name. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's two and two. So I'm Jeez. about that before I blow up and like yeah. so being, being spotted mm. with the fur coat you know what I mean? I'm just trying Better to go down like Gucci man yeah. Yeah. it's like you know you know how you say you, you know how you say celebrities you don't want to know who they really are and stuff That's, they say that right like mm-hmm. if you have an idol you never want to meet your idols because they'll let you down yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like someone sees Sabine for the first time on the street he's wearing fur yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know another thing is like yo social media is it's dangerous I mean, it's dangerous <laughs> I, I met a lot of Toronto rappers and you know, they're super intellectual, mad smart, they yeah, know yeah. marketing, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't even have an assistant and they know how to get to places at 7 a.m. Mm. But does their brand say that? No. Nah. You think they're fucking doing drugs and <laughs> yeah, all yeah. this other shit, but they're actually super smart to that and they know how to market themselves that mm. way, you know? Yeah. And that's been a case with, I think, a lot of young cats in general now. Like, people yeah. are self-starters, entrepreneurs, a lot of opportunities and ways to find out how to hustle yourself, you know, whether it's YouTube and, like, learn how to manufacture what are the cases so I think the research is out there so it's good to see that young people are hustling and, and branding for themselves um, so for someone who's young and uh, looking to start a business or a brand whether it's a clothing line or a custom shoe line or whatever the case may be how can they get started you know definitely it's just going for it you can't take no for an answer and you have to think what you can do that's different than everybody else like if you look at everyone in 2020 now it's like man I'm starting a clothing line or I'm gonna become a rapper it's like Something in the entertainment field, yes, but what's going to separate you from the rest? Mm. Like you see me, it's like, let's say my TikTok, for example, that's like comedy content no one expected from me. And that really helped me market my brand in a way that I didn't even imagine. So it, it's just doing something different, standing out, and really asking yourself, what does your brand stand for? Like, let's say Shabin V stands for individuality and, and being different and being unique. So it's like you just need to find your niche, find what exactly you're trying to say and just go on with it. And just focus on it. Yeah, just, just focus tunnel on vision. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's for sure. Like, that's the case, you know? Like, you just got to find yourself to stand out and be creative and what is, what's going to keep you aside from the, the rest of the herd, yeah, right? Sure. So in terms of your designs and your brands and... You know the, the stuff that you're putting on these shirts. How do you protect yourself then? Like, what what are you putting yourself in front of, or what's what, what are the the barriers that you're putting around you to, to make sure no one's ripping you off and and stealing these ideas? Because obviously they're original and you're putting a lot of thought into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you're putting a lot of thought into how to protect yourself too. Like right now, I'm 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 still starting, so right. I just learned what a patent is for designs. <laughs> but um, definitely for me, how I keep myself secure is not saying anything and showing anything until the final product is done. Because once it's out, you have an Instagram picture posted. That's your proof right there that you did it first. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I learned that the hard way. Like, there's some sketches that I've done where, you know, some of my clients would be like, oh, like, let me take that, you know? Or, like, I've seen me send it to, like, another designer and they use that. Mm. Wow. And so you can't really... I mean, no one's going to believe you when they hear a big name. But um, for me, it's just wait till the final product is done or 
you post something online and man's yeah. trying to steal some ghost designers you know it's like ghost writers ghost designers are and yo, the, the imitation is also the highest form of flattery yeah facts and you'd be so surprised all these big brands they use their interns oh are young kids working for free and like okay guys we don't know what to do we got a bunch of kids with fresh ideas let's just abuse their abuse yeah. our power you know it's just like virgil with kanye you know what i mean exactly. yeah that, that's exactly yeah. that's what it is exactly. yeah exactly you get the young hustles they 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 and the weekend with drake then, you know similar similar they exist across all uh, yeah, all industries <laughs> and you know young people they get excited they're like oh this is a huge opportunity yes, but yes. they don't know they're getting set up for failure is you know what it is i think it's because a lot of people don't know their worth mm-hmm. you know especially people who do get trapped in those kind of situations yeah. especially creatives yeah, yeah, yeah they're probably like the top tier but they just don't believe it in themselves yeah yeah. You know what I mean? I think half the battle is believing in yourself. Exactly. Right? And I think um, something that we had, we started this conversation with early when you were introducing us, and I think that's where we kind of like uh, went, went, went off of, but something you mentioned earlier before Prodigy asked how long you've been doing this, you said your parents are very supportive in this. Yeah. That's actually really dope, especially being in the Tamil community. It, it's usually a struggle with our parents because they want, I mean, let's not forget the fact that you did uh, complete the university, you got that piece of paper, you yeah, locked they, it in, you know, you, you got the, you got the ticket, you know, you got the ticket. <laughs> yeah. But like, even that being said, right, what you're doing is out of the box, you know, it's something yeah. that you're, you're really chasing a dream and you're going for it. Mm. And it's dope to see that your parents, did that like happen naturally or is it something that took time? Like, Tell us about that. I first started the brand when I was in second year, right? So my, for my parents, it's like, yo, you're, you're selling, you're selling clothes. Like, I thought you're becoming a doctor. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But for me, it's like, I had two goals. Like, and I, I was like, if I don't start now, then I'm just going to not do it. So I had to do it. And I told my parents and, you know, they saw like the fruits of my labor. And so they're like, you know what, Shabin, like, go for it. It's fine. You know, so I'm, I'm blessed to have parents like that because I know a lot of parents don't right. do that for their kids. Right, yeah. But and it's not a, a, a fault of their own, right? You gotta, you gotta understand. We got immigrant parents exactly. who come here with nothing. They, they want you to go the safest route, exactly. just so you'll be okay in their eyes. You know, like they think, they think having a job, getting a bit of money, having a house, you're done. You know, you don't need anything yeah, more yeah, than yeah. that, right? But it's a different, it's a different kind of uh, privilege, the brown yeah. privilege we yeah. got, right? It is the yeah. brown privilege. Thanks to them, yeah. One thing I always preach is like, I know our parents, you know, they immigrated. They're all products of culture, but right. for me, it's like, don't let your cultural stereotypes limit you. That's like what absolutely. I, yeah. I always it's say. A superpower, 100%. bro. Because, yo, you could, let's say you want to become a rapper and, like, your parents just don't support you. Yeah. It's like, yo, you need to believe in yourself before anyone else. Like, I know they birthed you and brought you onto yes, the planet, yes. but you got to just call the shots sometimes, you feel me? It's got to lead your own life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Nah, big up for sure, man. Yeah, big, big up, man. So, we want you to give us a big shout out right now. Let us know where can we find Shabin V's line. Where can they shop season four when it's out? Where can they find you and where can they reach out to you? So they can find everything at shabinv.com, S-H-A-B-E-E-N-V.com. And if you're trying to start your clothing lines, hit up Space by SV. Um, it's a space, I call it Space by SV because it it's a clothing manufacturing brand. And it's like creating space for new designers and new entrepreneurs that just want to try something new. For sure. So Space by SV is uh, it's, it's a website that they can go, go to? No, it's actually my Instagram page. So it's my Instagram page, and then from there we set like client meetings, and I try to see if they're like a viable brand that we can work with. Mm-hmm. So if it's someone that's like, "Hey man, like I want to make a T-shirt with uh, it says like uh, I'm a cool kid," it's like, "All right, no, <laughs> yeah. we're not gonna work with you because you could do that like in yes, the yes, flea yes, market." Yes. But, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. if it's like. You want to do this? I want to cut and sew here and here, and this is my market. So, so it's like an incubator, like yeah. a hub incubator type of situation for 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 platform, a platform, yeah. platform. Like a platform. Yeah. yeah, and it helps like 
market my business too because it's like yo i i made this with space by sv and it's like it kind of protects the integrity of the brand as well right yes it's like all my sub businesses i always call it like an extension of shabin v so it's like if i'm creating something from space by sv that's not good it's gonna reflect just all around yeah exactly, yeah always always remember the you're, you're your brand you're walking talking version of your brand yeah straight up man and yeah. that's, that's good to see so ladies and gentlemen once again that's www.shabinv.com and on instagram it's at shabinv and space by sv yo shabin thank you so much for coming out bro this was lit it was it was good to hear a wholesome story of you know a young thumbling coming out of toronto and, and making it and and making waves so man's is on the rise man's on the rise for sure that's what we like to say on the, <laughs> the triple show. man's on the rise today Yo, i'm that's trying right. out here you feel me yeah. especially like being a brown creator it's very taboo to like especially clothing so it's like if i can be the first person to like you know have a degree and still have a uh, a solid career in fashion it's gonna show a lot of other people coming up be like yo i can do this you know like i just look at him if he can do it i can do it too so it's like being the voice for people that need it you yeah know? yeah 100 100 you, you got you got some bars bro i think just from this conversation alone 100 should be me you're going far brother and Thank like you, I, I we can't it. wait to see it we'll be watching your accent to the top you know that's right all links in the bio check out the boy should be in v we're gonna head into a quick commercial break and we'll be back once again, this is the After Hour Show live on East FM, brought to you by the boys at 3D Sound. Yer! was a solid interview man v. love seeing young kids going hard yeah man. Hard. this guy did it while he was in school bro second year he said he started so he was yeah. doing it during school and still finished it finished got his it. degree got yeah. the ticket man that's more than i was doing at york when i was there you're yeah. that's all i got from you for come for graduate <laughs> from york <laughs> no man we should be proud to see see our next Salud. Salud. i guess our next guy is coming up no 100 like right? yeah. and that being said that's why we had this platform as well too something that we set as a goal from the start What's to do things like this? That's right. We wanted to put on creatives. We wanted to put on local talent. We wanted to put on artists. And uh, it's great to see that there are folks in the community that are, are killing it like Shabina's and, you know, like-minded folks. Uh, so if you want to get on, side, on, on the air, if you want to tell us your story, if you know someone who has a great story that needs to be told on the air, hit us up once again at After Hours 1027 or at 3D Sound ENT. Let us know. We definitely want to put you folks on. We want to grow the culture together. That's what we're here for. Let's get inspired. You know, even, even if you're like half Matt's age, <laughs> Matt is still looking for some inspiration. Yeah, he can relate sometimes, you know. You're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All is gold. Gold, you know. As long as you know, gold's hitting all-time highs as well, too. But you young bucks wouldn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, if we continue this, these men are going to rip me apart. No respect for the elders. These, this generation has changed. Absolutely not. That being said, we got to wrap this up. Episode 11 on the After Hours show has come to an end. Thank you for tuning in. This is Matt. This is Cypher. And it's your boy Prodigy. And this is After Hours 102.7 East FM. Peace. Peace.